Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, that's what I just asked. Um, you know, coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about the latest effort to uh, prevent some of the Independence Avenue Bridge incidents. What the heck just happened on 210 Highway? What 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 did we have happen on a turn and a truck not making it? Um, so there's an oversized semi that tried taking the uh, exit ramp here of southbound uh, 435 onto eastbound 210 Highway. It doesn't look like he hit the bridge or anything, but it's an oversized load and basically uh, tried to make the turn. And just looking at this on the traffic camera that we have, uh, just uh, the uh, the semi's a little too wide to where he kind of uh, looks like he might have hit the. Uh, the little like concrete wall that's kind of on the edge of that exit ramp. So it's going to okay. probably just take some maneuvering to kind of get it out of the way, but we're watching it. Whoops. Okay. I thought I heard, I, I, I got twitchy there for a second. I thought I heard something about something being stuck where it couldn't make it. So not, not quite. Yeah. Not good. Didn't we just have an incident l- last week where somebody uh, southbound on I-35 did something similar to that and, uh, and it ended up hitting a bridge or hitting you know, part of an overpass. Uh, it, it just seems like, yeah, not a week goes by that we don't hear about something like this. <laughs> All right, so we'll keep you posted, let you know uh, what's going on there at 435 and 210. All right, so there are a couple of TikToks, uh, TikTok accounts that I follow that like to show things like this, like apartments in New York and how much you get for your money and how weird they are with their stairwells and just the size of the bedrooms and things like that. And so Curb.com, which is part of New York Magazine, highlighted one of these and how much you have to spend and how much you have to give up for that amount of money. And in this case, you have an apartment for $3,500 with no kitchen. $3,500 a month. A month, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, it's cute, I guess. You know, hardwood floors, nicely painted walls, uh, and it does have... This kind of um, stainless—I think that's stainless steel. Yeah, stainless mm-hmm. steel shelving with drawers and things like that on one wall. But yeah, there's no room in there that you would call a kitchen. I mean, it's a dorm, isn't that what a dorm is? Pretty much, a dorm doesn't have a kitchen in it. Yeah, that's that's you brought your hot plate or your what whatever the kids bring now. Your you know your instapot, whatever you bring with you, and you just create a little mini kitchen in your dorm room. Um, they said it's the listing says it's a unique feature, although the story points out that's nothing new (laughs) in New York real estate. Uh They said for most of its existence, it has been acceptable, if not exactly ideal to lack a kitchen because it generally means cheap rent. Okay. Would you do it? Cheap. $3,500 a month is cheap. Okay, what's the equivalent of um let's say if there were to be an apartment in Kansas City, this is a one this is a one bedroom. Yeah. And they call it spacious. I don't have a square footage here. 
But think, you know, nice Kansas City apartment. Think plaza, th- you know, think something. And let's call it 500 a month. Spacious one-bedroom suite. Uh, yeah. The, the uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I, boy, I, I don't even know what the equivalent to that would be because I don't know if you're renting an apartment in Kansas City that doesn't have a kitchen. But if it were to exist, yeah. right? If if somebody were to look at this and say, "Hey, I wonder if there's a market for that here," would you spend? Get, I mean, give me a figure, five or six hundred. I'm trying to think of like probably. what's ultra cheap. Yeah, I, w- I would think somewhere in that neighborhood, probably about five hundred dollars a month. Uh, nice place. But there is no kitchen. You know what? And you can't like build one. Put it in terms of like a, a garage apartment where you're yes. like you're living over somebody's garage, something yes. like that. And and see, my my concern with something like this would not necessarily be a space concern. Because like I said, with the stainless steel shelving, they have an air fryer on there, they have a microwave on there, there's a coffee machine, there's uh can't tell what that is in the foreground. Is that a, an espresso machine? Might be. Uh, and, the, you know, there's places for pots and pans and the shelves up above and all of that stuff. Let me ask you this, Jamie. Where do you clean that stuff after you're done using it? I didn't even think about that. I assume there's a bathroom sink. Uh, yeah, okay. You want to do dishes in a bathroom sink? No, I don't. <laughs> I I don't see a sink in there, so, yeah, I, I think that's going to be your only option. Um, I'm also wow. really encouraged by the fact that the microwave is plugged into a power strip. Yes, and the power strip is then plugged into the wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's boy, that wouldn't cause any problems at all. No, because it's up on the second shelf, you know, the, the cord won't reach. You got to do something. Um, no, no, not a chance. That I, I, you need some place to be able to clean things. And, and if you don't have, I mean, the rest of it I'd be fine with because, especially with the air fryer, I mean, if I was forced to live on a microwave alone, that would be a bit of an issue. But with an air fryer oven in there, then that's a different story. There's also no refrigerator. Yeah, that's true. Or now, freezer. There, there could conceivably be one or both. You could get a little one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, you could get like a little dorm fridge, like you said, mm-hmm. making the connection back to being in a dorm. You could do this for a short period of time. Uh-huh. This is not a long term. <laughs> this is not a long term. Just thing. until the dishes stack up, or maybe you're just using paper plates. You know, you just throw that stuff away afterwards, which is all kinds of good for the environment. Let's go to Ashley in Kansas City and see what she's thinking. Hey, Ashley. Hey guys, uh, I did see we. You know, John just got a new home. Uh, we rented it, three bedroom, one bath, with a garage, full size basement, and right off right off downtown Parkville. Twelve fifty a month. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and I did see uh, one bedroom that was in Briarcliff in one of the new buildings, and it was a one-bedroom, but it had its own bathroom and own kitchen, and I think it was eight fifty. Yeah, when we first so, when we first got here to town and we rented for a little while while we were looking around for for our house, uh, we did about a year, almost a year and a half, in a townhouse that was an upstairs-downstairs three- uh, yeah, three bedroom, uh, yeah. you know, with a full kitchen and a two car garage and all of that stuff, and it was thirteen fifty. Yeah, and I know in Parkville there are some townhomes that are going, and those are three bed, two bath, garage, and those were fifteen hundred a month. <laughs> this- that, uh, that is why I love Kansas City because we are not astronomical with prices like that. I mean, we, uh, we had looked at a couple of townhomes that were towards Briarcliff, and then you're getting up into 2000, but you're looking at three bedrooms, two baths, garage, not 
a room and maybe a bedroom if you're lucky. There are studios in Gladstone, too, and those are only written for about six a month. There you go. Yeah, so we, so we were we were right. Probably about five or six hundred dollars a month for something like this, but no kitchen. Yeah, I mean, could you do it with no kitchen? If I had a place where I could have a fire pit, I could, but not an apartment. No, <laughs> there you go. I could I could cook over a campfire seven days a week if I had to, but no, no, absolutely not. My husband and I are want excuse me want to be master chefs. So I make my own pasta. I make my own marinara. No way. What time should Jen and I be over? Just out of case, like six thirty work for you, or? <laughs> hey, we're working on it. Jen and I talked about that on Saturday. Actually, right. thanks, Ashley. Bye, guys. All right, take care, uh, Jamie. I, I just looked a little bit more into that picture. Uh, do, uh-huh. do you see what they're doing for washing the dishes? No. Uh, left, oh. left side of the picture. That on the big, floor. Yeah, that big steel basin. That's Dawn hanging off of the side of that thing. They're doing dishes in a big steel bucket. Okay. Did you click? So they there's a link here to the full, the full list. Is there a layout? Okay. Um. So it's really nice. This space is beautiful because now it shows the rest of it. It's it's a big space, big windows, high ceilings, ceiling fan. There is a full refrigerator there. Okay. Like full size. Oh yeah, I do see that. It's just yeah. missing everything else. Yep. And no sink. And it is. It's just one room. It's a really nice room, but it's one room. It's 700 square feet. How do you not fit a kitchen? How do you not <laughs> build a kitchen? That's about what I have, 700 square feet. Okay. I have a big kitchen. How do you not have a kitchen in this? Boy, the bathroom's nice. That's nicer than my bathroom. By a lot. <laughs> now I gotta scroll through. There's a fireplace. I yep. don't know if it's... It's probably not wood. Um... The bedrooms, all of this is, it's gorgeous. It's got a view, trees and stuff outside. You know what I'm wondering is if this building was converted from something else. Mm -hmm. If this was like a converted schoolhouse or something and they just didn't have the plumbing in there to be able to put in kitchen sinks and all of that stuff. And so that when they cut it into apartments, this is what they did. But there's, you're right. The bathroom's huge. Couldn't you cut out part of the bathroom? Sure. Couldn't you cut off that Put the kitchen there, and Dep- there's plumbing there. It depends on where it is in the layout, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wish they had. I, I wish they had a layout so that we could see where the rooms are in relationship to each other. But, but yeah, that's that's just oh, yeah. That's why because now I see it in relation to the bedroom. That door off of the living room next to the fireplace. That's what goes into the bathroom. So you're as far away from where all of the kitchen stuff is as you could be. In this apartment. I'm guessing that's what it is. It's a converted schoolhouse. So they say kitchen appliances will be delivered to the unit, although they don't say what, allowing for a versatile and portable kitchen setup, ensuring culinary convenience in this charming space. Just put the appliances in there. Mm -hmm. What do you mean they're going to be delivered? Just start with them there. (laughs) Still got to figure out a sink, though, unless you're using rainwater. That really is the problem. Boy, if somebody has a creative solution to that, like, can you run a hose from somewhere and hide that? Ho- like, can you run a can you run a garden hose like from the bathroom sink? You got to drain it though. I mean, the the, the way <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. They'll get all kinds of upset if you start pouring gray water out the window. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Would you do it? And what would you pay for uh, it here? How about we get Robert and Odessa in here real quick? Hello, Robert. Hello. Mm-hmm. So I have a mortgage of 700 a month. 
I got 2,100 square feet. Bedroom, three bath. I would never do that. Wow. Yeah, really. Uh, I, I know there are a lot of people who want to know where you live now. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, without a without a kitchen, I mean without a functioning kitchen, I, I would be no, lost. No way. There's no way. Have a good day, guys. You got it. Good deal, man. Thanks Thank a you. Bunch. Yeah, again, I'm coming back to the dorm room. What would you put in? You know, if that's a deal and it's a really nice space, and if that's the only thing keeping you from it, um, what could you how could you like fully cook and do everything the fact there's a refrigerator helps yeah a lot you're right air fryer you know i mean you could buy a little a little oven you know a little tabletop sure toaster oven yeah and like you said a hot plate if you need Mm -hmm. to boil water for pasta or whatever you can use a hot plate to do something like that and those kettle yeah i mean you could put a hot plate away sideways you know they don't Mm -hmm. take any space at all 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. Uh, if you have thoughts on this one, feel free to get in here. Uh, all right, we have a, all the stories are coming out now about the holiday gift ideas and the unusual things. And there was one list that I saw this morning. I'm like, why would you have this? Why would you have that? So we'll get into some of that coming up here in KMBZ. So it's always fun when this happens, when we're talking about a news story, and then someone will text or call and say, hey, I was a part of that. And that just happened uh, earlier in the hour, earlier last hour, we were talking about the story about Delta Airlines that was uh, had a plane that was going from Amsterdam to Detroit, had some problems with de-icing and had to stop in the absolute middle of nowhere, Newfoundland. And then it and then it just didn't stop there. And we had somebody that just let us know, hey, I was on that flight. Yeah, Christina is joining us. Uh, who was there on the flight? Christina, thank you so much for calling. Hey, not a problem. I And the only reason I got to text you is because I literally just walked in the house. <laughs> oh, my God. I literally wow. just got home. Well, welcome home, first of all. Thank you. Uh, what were Thank you, you doing in Amsterdam? So my family's all there, but I was there for my 58th birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. So, Thank you. So um, the one time that I've been to Amsterdam, Detroit was the place that we stopped. So I know that's mm-hmm. a popular place to stop on the way back. What happened, and at what point did you know that something was wrong? So we didn't really know anything was wrong until someone noticed on the tracking. You know, they have that tracking device on the back of the seat. Oh, I know, Um, yeah. Yeah, and so everybody (laughs) was, not everybody, a few people started noticing because it was, you know, for our time it was in the evening, so going to, you know, sleep time for us. some people noticed, hey, look, we did a U-turn. We, we're, we're going the wrong way. And then all of a sudden, they said something. Hey, we have an issue with um, the de-icer on the engines, and we're flying into the East Coast, and it's going to, you know, there was a storm apparently that oh. was over the area. And it freezes up there. That totally respects that. Totally understand that that is the fact of the matter. You can't let those engines freeze. If they freeze, they burn up. We would have all been dead. I mean, that was the alternative, and that we everyone completely understood and got along, just got with. That was great. We understood that. Um, little bitty hints here and there. Yeah. Hey, they're going to send the part. They're going to bring an airplane and pick you guys up. That was about three and a half hours into the sitting and waiting. Um, they're going to bring a new crew, a new plane, get that all here. However, while we were sitting there, our airport got iced in, so they couldn't land the new plane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. So, yeah. Oh, so the so... new plane and the new crew waited three hours before they could leave. And so about five to six hours into that sit and wait, 
the new airplane finally lands and it was it'll be here in two and a half hours and it that's all we really got along with some almonds and some water and very little food um when it finally shows up it's still icy out they get a bus and they have to bus us a school bus literally a school bus from the old plane to the new plane we get all moved over which took a little over two and a half hours they put us on the on the plane we all sit down we're all ready you know it's like okay we're you know i might actually catch my connecting flight to kansas city come on let's go you know it was let's hurry up um we literally buckled in got going and they said hey we have just a little bit of a problem. We will time out of our 12 hours, which is a federal law. We'll time out of our 12 hours of working. We can't fly back. Oh. And they didn't tell you that until after you were on the plane ready to go? That's when they started doing the math. Apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh. It didn't occur to them before that. So where did you end up sleeping? Um, so there, so there's been, I've been reading all these stories and that's just a bunch of hooky. And that's all I'm going to say is because it was the barracks and this is a Canadian uh, military base um, that we're at. And this is something they do. They don't do it often, but they do it. Um, we had a lot of time on our hands. We Googled a lot. Yeah. Um, so they do it. We talked to the bus driver. He goes, yeah, we do this a couple of times a year. This is not unusual, but it's unusual. Um, so we get, my husband and I didn't make it to the room until 7.50 a.m. Oh. So, so it, we boarded the plane at like noon Sunday. We're Monday morning at 7.50 a.m. Canadian time, which was like, I think that was like almost noon Amsterdam time. And so your body clock is all screwed up at this point. Did you did did you even sleep? Were you able to sleep? No, no of course no. I wouldn't have been able to either. No. So I did... got there at seven fifty, and I and we are asking. So when is when are we leaving? What are we doing? Is there anywhere we can eat? And when I tell you there is, this was in the middle of the tundra. I mean, somebody put it as ice road truckers is how you get in here, and that's it was snow everywhere. There were there was no restaurants. You couldn't walk. You were you were in the middle of nowhere. So we had no food. The cantina in the area was not open. It wasn't asked to open for us. Um, so none of us had food. I had beef jerky in my bag, and I had cookies from Holland and cheese and stuff like that. So I had food. Um, but it it most people did, we just didn't have food. We didn't have access to it. So. I started making phone calls at that point in time, and then everybody, I said, you guys need, everybody needs to call Delta. Most of the Delta airline customer service agents had no clue what was going on. They just, which I get, they're not in the midst of it. Some thought we had landed in Detroit already. Some thought we were still back in Amsterdam. Uh, most of them didn't know both planes were there in Canada. That's not good. Nice. No, it's not. And it was very disappointing. I mean, I emailed the CEO of Delta. I um, called our um, the FAA. I called um, Pete Buttigieg's office and, and emailed them. Um, we were all making phone calls and um, sending, then all of a sudden, about an hour, hour and a half after like 300 people are making phone calls, um, all of a sudden you can see things just start happening. The bus is going to be there to pick you up at 1130 at, outside the dorm rooms. Great. 
Nobody has slept, just so you know. Yeah. 11.30, we, we walk out at about 11.15, and there's a bus loading up people. Wow, first time this is actually what happened. Um, we all get out there. Yep, we're going to get loaded and get done by noon, and we're going to take off by 12.30. No, you're not. It took us three hours to get unloaded. <laughs> you're not getting this back on in 30 minutes. Um, that started, at a, we were at the airport by 11.30, quarter till 12-ish or so. They had donuts. Um, Tim Horton's donuts was good. Oh, there you um, go. They had, they had coffee and nothing else. Well, yeah, and I'm guessing DoorDash not an option in an eight thousand no. person. <laughs> You're no. Not, oh I do wow. Have to give them kudos because they did order us pizza. I forgot that they ordered us pizza um, at, when the pilot knew that we weren't going to take off immediately and go. It was a two-hour wait, and it was from a pizza place in town, and they brought some great pizza, and I don't even know who it was, but kudos to them. Good. But it took four hours to get it. <laughs> uh, we have to uh, get to a break here. Real quick, I just want to ask, did Delta yep. offer you compensation for all of this? So that ball is rolling. It's okay. just not rolling in the right direction. Okay. All right. <laughs> please um, please so let us know. 15 bucks or 100 bucks. And we're all just looking at him, shaking our heads, going, no, I don't think so. I, I'm on, this is day three. I literally, had, we missed our flight last night by 10 minutes. Um, we had to stay at the Westin, did not pay for our hotel, did not pay for our food. Offered us vouchers to go to a hotel, but we had to lug our, we have extensive amounts of luggage with us. Sorry, I yeah. stopped for Christmas. And I wasn't going to get on yet another bus and go to a hotel 30 minutes away. So we went to the Westin and stayed and um, got back up this morning at seven o'clock and got on the plane and left. We had landed on time actually early. Well, we're, we're really happy that you finally made it home. Do us a favor, yeah. get, get some rest, <laughs> get yeah. some sleep. And and when you do find out what the deal is that Delta is going to offer you here, we would love to hear about it. Certainly. I'll give you, I, I get a funny feeling it's not going to be a short little discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Christina. Yeah, I threw away a whole bunch of food that we bought in Holland because it rotted. Oh, so, I mean, not rotted, oh, but you know, it was bad. Yeah. So, I mean, because a 12 hour flight, it was cool. It was frozen. I can shove it in my suitcase. It keeps cool. But no, I had to throw it away three days later. That's so. sad. Yeah. All right. Well, Let Chris, us know. Yeah, What's best, this worth? Best to you. Thanks, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for making it. <laughs> Thanks wow. for reaching you out never to know. us. All right, we have traffic problems we have to get to here, so we'll take a break. We'll update that here next on KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 913-586-7798. Can we not decide what this white tubular thing is? This <laughs> no. is the debate that we're all having. None yeah. of us can figure it out. Um, yeah, yeah, he was saying maybe it's a, like the base for a wind turbine, uh, like a windmill. I don't think so. That wouldn't be sectioned like that. That looks to me like it's either a tank or a pipe of some kind. My guess would be that's an underground tank for something. Okay.
Um, like a again, water a, tank? Yeah, a water tank, okay. maybe a fuel tank. Who knows? I'm dumb. I thought you meant like an actual war tank. Oh, yeah. For a second. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's a colonist. What yeah, is submarine. that? It's a, that's it's right, a, that's it's right, a, a submarine. I was like, that looks more <laughs> right. like a submarine than a tank. Yeah. No, 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 not that kind of tank. Um, but if, yeah, I. but I'm not sure. I mean, it, it's, it's weird, but... Um, yeah, because it is. It's in sections. It looks like something that they put together, and it's capped. Um, well, it looks like, well, it could be capped. Um, At least boy, on one an, end of it. Yeah, is. it's an odd angle. So, yeah, who knows? Huh. Whatever okay, it so is, that's- it's longer than that corner. <laughs> so- <laughs> but yes, that's the important thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so we'll follow that and see. But we had several traffic problems right now. It's kind of a weird time today to be having so much trouble, but we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on it. So I don't know if you're getting these lists in your email, John, constantly, but I am, of course, the all the holiday gift ideas and things you never thought of. And I don't usually click on them, but what the heck this morning I did. Esquire magazine had a really good list this morning to talk about a little bit, and they are calling it the most random things on the Internet that make for great holiday gifts. <laughs> and I kept clicking on them and sending them to you and saying, why this, why that? I'm like, let's just, we'll just do the whole list. Yeah. Or, Cause there's a lot of them that are on here. Cause there are some that you just look at this and go, why? Why does this exist in the world? And some of them are actually pretty cool. I mean, it does yeah. have that end of the list as well, because I mean, you never know what's out there, but um, for, for bird watchers, in fact, the very first thing on the list is a smart bird feeder and it's shaped like a little birdhouse. It's one of those smart, like, like if you have to leave your cat for a week, you have that feeder mm-hmm. that's got the big tank on the top and then it just a little comes down at a time. It's like that, but it has a built-in camera. So you get the 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 close up view from wherever you are of what birds are coming to eat at your bird feeder. Yes. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Who pays one hundred fifteen dollars? Let me rephrase that. What makes an umbrella <laughs> worth one hundred fifteen dollars? The fact- what is it about the umbrella? Is it better somehow? keeping you dry than a $10 umbrella? It had better be. And it doesn't it doesn't even look that big. It looks like it's about the size of a regular folding umbrella. And yeah, I mean they don't even say anything on it about it being special in any way except for the fact that they say it's windproof. So maybe it stands up to stronger winds than an, uh, a regular umbrella would, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how good could an umbrella possibly be. Your hair's either dry or it isn't. <laughs> Right. Um, you mentioned earlier wanting to bring candles in the studio because uh-huh. it was uh, it was pretty cold. Uh, I save my pasta water when I cook. <laughs> if you're ever cooking pasta and you're ever doing any kind of sauce with it, save your like a cup of your pasta water. Don't get rid of it. It's really starchy. Add that to your sauce. It's really good. Never has it occurred to me, gee, I want my house to smell like that pasta water. But for seventy dollars, your house can seventy bucks, and it's it's a candle. It's a candle that's scented like pasta water. Uh, and they said clearly every type of candle out there exists now. This is one for the pasta lover in your life. I will say I love that smell of you know the the that kind of uh, boy. I don't even know how to describe it. It's a really subtle smell. I mean, pasta doesn't smell like much, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I love it enough or in the same way that I would like want my house to smell like that. If I want to smell pasta water, I want to smell that because I'm about to eat spaghetti. That's why. It's not because I I just want the whole house to have that odor to it all the time. 
or if I want the smell, I want the smell of like meat sauce. Yeah, like that of, too. Of the red sauce that I make. You know, I, I don't want it to smell like starchy water. It <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't seem appealing. Uh, now, now the very next one on the list, though, mm-hmm. speaks directly to you because <laughs> as much as we have had the debate about does the butter go out on the counter or in the fridge, my my position has always been it goes on the counter. That way you don't you, you can spread it easily. Now there's a solution for that as well. Again, when I go home for Christmas, this will be a fight between my mom and I constantly. <laughs> she leaves the butter. I get that it doesn't have to be refrigerated, but my brain can't deal with that. I, I just, every time I see it out, I put it in the fridge. I know you can leave it out. I can't do it. So there is, uh, for 26 bucks, that's not ridiculous. Nope. There is basically a heated knife, a heated butter knife. And so if you take your butter out of the fridge and it's cold, this will go through your butter more easily. And the good thing about this one is, for me anyway, is that I hate things. It's gotten to the point now where I can't stand things that have external batteries that you have to keep replacing in them. Yeah. This one is rechargeable. It's got the charging cable right there with it. So you just charge it up, and then whenever you want it, you just take it off the charger, and away you go and spread your butter easily. Is it USB? Yes, it is. That's what that's what we want everything to be now. Yep. Everything needs to be chargeable by USB, and it is. It does not get amazing. It's like a 4.0. It's not. Uh, which is okay. Uh, I will say, go down a little bit farther on the list to the Dyson cordless vacuum. It says Dyson cordless vacuum toy. It does. Yeah, it's the toy. Oh, that's that's not even a real vacuum? Because I, yeah. I have that vacuum. I mean, the actual one that that's, that that's based on, and it's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, for 25 bucks at Amazon or 38 at Walmart, you can get the Tyson cordless vacuum toy. So apparently the corn popper isn't good enough for your kids to pretend they're vacuuming along with you anymore. Now you need the actual, the one that looks like a Dyson. Great. It works not very well, but it's the, if your kids like to help you clean yeah. when little kids, and then they grow out of that. But when they're young, they like to do that. It works a little bit. Um, they said it has light suction, suitable for small pieces of paper and lightweight debris. You need three AA batteries for it, so it's not the USB like you like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like the real thing. It's just so you get the real one and get your kid the little one, and yeah, it's all cute. I guess. Uh, sure. <laughs> and if it doesn't, I mean, at least you know the kid's not going to do any damage with it, you know, by right. sucking up something that they're they're not supposed to. Uh, <laughs> you can get your very own kitchen composter. For $329 from Amazon. Now, I'm not that into composting, thanks. For $36 from Uncommon Goods, which is a website that I'll be spending a lot more time on because it's fascinating, you can get whiskey-infused toothpicks. (laughs) Now, I'm a whiskey fan. It's Uh listed here as gifts for whiskey lovers, and I qualify as one. Why? Why? I, Number one, you don't need toothpicks usually yeah. when you're drinking whiskey. There's no part of that process that usually requires a toothpick. Maybe it's so you can look hip, you know, have that sort of uh, the little toothpick out the side of the mouth thing going on and going, eh, eh, eh. Uh, and uh, I guess the only other flavored toothpicks I've ever seen are those awful cinnamon ones. Uh-huh. You're right. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could do one of each, have one sticking out either side of your mouth. That'd be weird. It's just an odd it's just, and it comes from Jameson, and so that's uh-huh. that you know that's that's legit. Um, but for thirty, how many do you get for thirty six bucks? I hope a lot. It, it better I mean, be a thousand. Yeah, normally it's like four hundred in a box. The little toothpick boxes. There, there's like four hundred of them. But yeah, um, 
<laughs> Why is this not obvious? You've got to have something. Um, there are four flavors in the box. Oh. Bourbon number 22. Oh. Single malt number 16. Four different flavors of Jameson. Got it. Okay. Mint number, I don't think... I don't think mint number nine is a flavor of Jameson, though, or cinnamon number seven. Ew. Just tell me how many is in there. Okay. No, you get 36 total. This is 36. That's they're it, a dollar a piece. They're a do- oh, wow. <laughs> no, the, the day that I'm paying a dollar a piece for toothpicks is the day that I have way too much money. The other thing that's on here, um, EJ Becker was telling me about this, uh, that the, the there's another word for these two. The Huggamals. What's the other word for those? The big stuffed animals that we're oh, all buying as adults yeah, for the, comfort. The ones that are like pillows. Uh, yeah. Oh, we just saw them in the store the other day. Squish something. Squishimals? Squish- Squishmallow? Squishmallow. That's it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, it's being called the best anxiety relief gift. They said basically it's replacing weighted blankets. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's not cheap either. 65 bucks. But a weighted blanket is expensive, and so I guess if it replaces somehow your weighted blanket for anti-anxiety, then yeah, we and okay. we had we had an article I think it was yesterday that we never got around to that that was something like that 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 soft is the key for Christmas mm-hmm. gifts this year that everything is plush and soft and. Boy, it seems like we're all going back to the womb, right? Uh, every everybody now we're we're going to have a bunch of adults out there who are sleeping with stuffed animals. Okay, listen. <laughs> hey, if, if, if they told me this thing was going to help me sleep all the way through the night, I would buy one, no question. Yeah. Some did I say toothpaste instead of toothpick? No, you said toothpicks. Two people thought I said whiskey toothpaste. I mean, <laughs> hey, that wouldn't be bad either. <laughs> of course, I don't know if you want to show up at work with your breath smelling like whiskey in the morning, but, uh, you know. Okay, someone, anytime I'm called honey on the text line, it gets my attention. Uh, hey there, toots. Right? <laughs> like, here we go. Okay, mom, is that you? Um, so I said, I know you guys weren't talking about throwaway stuff, but just like with the butter knife, Getting a warm butter knife, leave the butter out. You don't need an electric butter knife, honey. Wow. There's a lot in that. Yeah. Uh, I don't, what's your point? I don't need an electric butter knife, honey. What's, there's there's a lot of stuff we don't need that, I, you know. Yeah. Um. I, listen, I, I've had the same one stick of butter in my refrigerator like since last summer, probably I, I I don't bake ever because I don't like science like that. And I ruin it every time and I just don't use it for much, but it just needs to go in the fridge. All right. We need to, we need to get to the last one. It's not actually the last one on the list, but the last one that we had lined out to talk about on the list yeah. these the stuffed bagels. Oh, why has no one thought of that before? Oh my. We stuffed donuts. Yeah. And and everything else, pizza crust and all, mm-hmm. I mean, anything bready, we've already figured out a way. Even just like dinner rolls, the kolache factory down the block from here, or not mm-hmm. down the block, but down the street from here. That's what they do. It's it's dinner rolls stuffed with everything, you know, scrambled eggs or barbecue or whatever you want. And, and that's already out there. Yeah, I don't know. Filled bagels have, I've never seen that before. And it seems like such an obvious thing to do. So I guess we should point out, in case this wasn't obvious to you, you're filling it the same way you fill pizza crust. Yeah. You're filling it like you're not, um, I don't know what I thought, but you're filling the tube (laughs) like you would a pizza crust. 
Um, these look amazing. And just think about like putting these in a toaster then. Well, yeah. And, and the, getting them nice and toasted. And the best thing about it is that, uh, I, you know, I guess this is kind of true of pizza crust too, is that you don't have to just do it with a plain bagel. What's right. what's on the outside of the bagel, whether it's poppy seeds or salt or uh, you know Parmesan cheese or whatever, can match with what it what it's stuffed with. Um, we have to go to a break, but well, bacon, egg, and cheese is one option. Egg and cheese, Reuben or Philly cheese steak. Oh, <laughs> if you want to make other suggestions. For what you can stuff a bagel with, again, to put it in your toaster. That's the amazing part to me is that you can you can then toast this. Mm-hmm. And then you could put stuff in between. Meatballs. I want oh meatballs. Gosh. Okay, we have to get to a break. Diane, hang on the line. <laughs> we'll keep going here next on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. There are other companies that do the stuffed bagels. One just stuffs them with cream cheese. That's boring. <laughs> I, and that's just, you're I'm just kind chewing of, into gooey cheese. Yeah, I got a bagel open and put cream cheese in it. I mean, that's, yeah, of, of all the obvious things. You know, what's next? Locks? Oh, thanks. I just, that's, you spread cream cheese. You don't just take <laughs> spoonfuls of it. Yeah. I'm sure somebody does. That does seem a bit overload, yes. <laughs> all right, I think Diane is still hanging out in Leavenworth. Hi, Diane. Hi, John. Jamie. <laughs> honey, I am the one that called you honey. <laughs> Very nice. I thought it was my mom. She's the only one that ever does that. Well, I do it to all my kids, too. And and I was just saying, I know you say you don't eat or you have a lot of butter or you don't eat much butter. But people just throw so much stuff away once they get it. My son bought a, what is it, a Keurig? Yeah. Yeah. And I made my cup of coffee, which I'm only supposed to have one instant, in the microwave, two minutes, and he was bottling with this piece of crap that will probably sit there until somebody decides to get rid of it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, the, yeah, go ahead. I don't understand, you know, all the gimmicks. You look in your closet, you look in your garage and see all the things that people have bought that they thought was a good idea and a gimmick. But then, then they sit there, and you end up getting rid of the doggone thing. Yeah, it, it it can be tricky. Yeah, Diane, thank you. That's the thing with a lot of these things. She's right. All of the gadgets, mm-hmm. they'll come and yeah. go. I will say we have had a chance since you left to use our Bartesian a few times. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm totally in. <laughs> that thing's awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's, that's the one. She mentioned the Keurig. This is the one that makes cocktails. And you just put a little pod in it, and then you fill it with four different kinds of booze. It's uh, gin, rum, tequila, and uh, what's the other? Whiskey. And then you just dial up which cocktail you want. Whatever pod you put in, it reads a little barcode on the top of it and decides which booze it's going to use. And then it dumps it in your glass, and you just stir it up a little bit, and you're good to go. And the cocktails are good? Oh, yeah. I uh, I've only had two so far. Uh, the aviation I've been through two boxes of because they're just fantastic, and that's my favorite cocktail. And uh, the the other one we ran out of those, so Jen had gotten some painkillers, which is a rum drink. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a fruity rum drink. It's got orange juice and uh, pineapple juice and nutmeg in it, and yeah, they're just fantastic. How much are you spending per cocktail? Uh, it's about two bucks. Oh, that's a heck of a lot cheaper than so, okay. Yeah, not not bad. Okay, cool. Um, 
Good that you have a gadget that we like. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> we'll take a break. Coming up, update on what they're going to try to do to the Independence Avenue Bridge to keep people from hitting it. Get to that coming up on KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.